If you're looking for excellence in professional wrestling opinion and information, then look no further. You're listening to the Ring Scoops Podcast. For over 20 years, the revolutionary force in the internet wrestling community. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ring Scoops Podcast here on ringscoops.com. I am the webmaster, Wade Needham. And happy new year. This is the first Ring Scoops Podcast of 2021. We took some time off a little bit there um, during the um, during you know the holiday breaks, right? With uh, Christmas and New Year's and uh, and whatnot. Uh, but the Ring Scoops Podcast is back. It's 2021. Start off with a new year. I'm recording this at 7:43 p.m. Pacific time on Friday, January 8th, 2021. Uh, which means here on the West Coast, SmackDown has not aired yet. However, I have read some spoilers because I have to have some spoilers to talk about some of the stuff that I am going to address on the ring scoops podcast this week and here tonight. Uh, and they involve the Royal rumble. They involve some stuff that happened on SmackDown, which will air here on the West coast. Cause I'm here in California. It will air on the West coast here in 15 minutes, SmackDown, but it, you know, obviously it's been off the air for what about 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, over on the West Coast, I mean, on the, on the East Coast, I should say. But anyway, there you go. Uh, I got some wrestling news to talk about, and then I want to talk a little bit about the Royal Rumble. Uh, one of the things that I want to do about the Royal Rumble is, oh man, I'm already blown up. <laughs> I apologize for that. Ah, jeez, you guys are, uh, you guys are probably like, ah, this guy just can't hack it anymore. Oh, sorry. Nope. Oh, didn't mean to do that. Didn't. I didn't mean to do that. I got a bad stomach here. That's right. We have a soundboard, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. We have a soundboard now, so um, we're going to do some sound effects. I'm. I'm not going to try to go a little over the top with it. Uh, you know, like a like a kid does, right? When they get a brand new toy, they go a little over the top with it. But that's fine. That's fine. Uh, man, I feel like I have like, uh, ADHD right now. There's so many things that I just want to talk about because we haven't been on the air in a, in a couple of weeks, you know, uh, since what the Christmas episode, I think was the last ring scoops podcast that we did. I know a week ago I did, uh, behind the scoop, which is, uh, uh, an occasional podcast that I'm going to do the real me talking about non-wrestling things, stuff in my life, have some friends on, we just talk about things. Um, that show I want to keep wrestling away from that because I want this one to be the wrestling slash boxing show and then behind the scoop kind of be, you know, real life stuff, right? The uh, the stuff that we do every day. Um, but there is one thing I do want to bring up right now just real quick, okay? Uh, I, I've always tried to keep ring scoops like separate from like all the politics and political stuff and all that stuff. But this is just huge, you know, news that happened today that I kind of want to just very quickly address. And that is um, president Donald Trump has been suspended permanently. His personal account from Twitter. Um, and in addition to that, Google has kicked parlor off of its platform and Apple has given parlor 
uh, a 24 hour ultimatum to, you know, censor and clean up their platform. Otherwise they're going to kick it off the iOS store. So it's just a lot of turmoil going on right now on social media. It's a lot of turmoil going on in the world. A couple days ago, the storm on Capitol Hill, you know, that act of uh, domestic terrorism, pretty much as I, uh, as I pointed out, um, let me pull this up cause I don't want to screw up the wording for this. Hold on. You guys know me. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So this is what I posted the other day about this. This is my thoughts on it. Very simple. Uh, the United States department of state defined terrorism in 2003 as quote, premeditated politically motivated violence perpetrated against non-combatant targets by subnational groups or clandestine agents usually intended to influence an audience end quote. And my thoughts on that is also known as January 6, 2021 act of domestic terrorism. That's exactly what the hell that was. But like I said, I don't, I don't, I try not to blend politics and that is like, that's just huge news. That's just stuff that just affects everybody's everyday life. Um, I'm not trying to use my platform right now to, to swing any opinion in either way, other than the fact that I, I disagreed with everything that went down on the storm at Capitol Hill. I think that was just complete bullshit. Pardon my language. It was unnecessary. It was unneeded. It was stupid. Um, I was, I'm wondering why it took Twitter so long to suspend Donald Trump's account on that, but they finally did it. And in less than two weeks, when the when he leaves the White House, he'll no longer have access to the uh, the POTUS Twitter that'll go over to uh, Joe Biden. And uh, Donald Trump's uh, tweets as POTUS will be archived and they'll be permanently archived, permanently shut. And we won't have him on that platform anymore. But that's, like I said, that's huge stuff. I just want to kind of get that out of the way. And before we jump into wrestling, there's two more things. Two more things that we got to say about this situation here with Trump. Yeah! What? All right. Moving on. Okay. Here's some news here. Brian Myers announced this ease. Ugh, I can't even read. Brian Myers announced this evening that he is officially signed with Impact Wrestling, writing on Twitter. Here's his tweet. Thanks for the money, Eddie. You just made the best decision of your life. You now have a workhorse in the prime of his career with massive chip on his shoulder signed to your roster. The most professional wrestler. So there you go. Brian Myers. Uh, Myers debuted for Impact Wrestling after departing from the WWE this past April billing himself as the world's most professional wrestler. All right. All right, all right, all right. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, yeah, WWE. They revealed the full field of competition for the 2021 Men's Dusty Tag Classic. Oh, they're going to do a women's one, too? Oh, dude, that's cool. I, I guess I wasn't paying that much attention. Did they do one last year or two, or is this going to be the first time they're doing a, a, a men's and then a, a, the, I mean, obviously the men's uh, they are going to do a woman's one. I don't know. Is it Monaco or Monaco? Monaco. 
I, I never mind. That's a small handful of people will get that joke. Anyway, no inside jokes, no pronouns, right? Um, okay. So WWE announced the following field of competition for the 2021 Dusty Classic. Yeah, I know, man. I just I'm bombing this week, aren't I? I just, I just. Hey, hey, hey! Come on, come on. I'd rather bomb on a podcast than bomb you know, somewhere else. Okay. So August Gray and Kurt Stallion. That's why they call me Stallion. No, never mind. All right. So we got uh, August Gray and uh, Kurt Stallion. Uh, there's the Bollywood Boys. We got Brazongo. Got Drake Maverick. Oh, I freaking love Drake Maverick. And Killian Dane. Uh, we got Ever Rise. McAvall's favorite tag team. Uh, the Grizzled Young Veterans. <laughs> okay. Uh, Imperium. Jake Atlas and Isaiah Swerve Scott. Kashida and Leon Ruff. Ooh, man, that's got to be a really good tag team there. Uh, the Undisputed Era's Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. That's probably going to be the odds on favorite. And uh, The Ways, Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory. Um... So, yeah, no, here it says in the, in the notes, uh, NXT will institute a women's Dusty Tag Classic this year as well. And uh, this coming Wednesday's edition of NXT is going to feature two matches. Uh, it's going to be Adam Cole and Roderick Strong versus Brazongo, and then Ever Rise versus the Grizzled Young Veterans. Last year's edition, which was the fifth iteration of the tournament, was won by Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. Previous winners include Aleister Black and Ricochet, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, Authors of Pain, and in 2015, the first winners of the Dusty Classic were Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. Yeah, Samoa, Samoa Joe, buddy, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. What? Um, USA Today reported that Vince McMahon filed a countersuit against former XFL commissioner Oliver Luck yesterday in a Connecticut state court. Luck had previously sued McMahon over his departure, which took place just as the league filed for bankruptcy in the face of COVID-19's pandemic and before it was purchased by a group of investors led by The Rock and Danny Garcia. Uh, the report noted that McMahon's lawsuit alleges that Luck all but abandoned his duties as the pandemic took hold and that even before that point, Luck ignored McMahon's direction, quote, when it came to the signing of former NFL wide receiver Antonio Callaway by the XFL's Tampa Bay Vipers, end quote. McMahon said he emphasized to Luck that the XFL player pool must include, quote, quality football players with good character, end quote. Uh, Callaway had been suspended by the National Football League in 2017 for facing third-degree felony charges of credit card fraud, according to the USA Today report, and was later suspended 10 games by the Cleveland Browns for violating substance abuse policies. Callaway was injured and never played, which led the XFL, quote, paying him workers' compensation and leaving the XFL unable to terminate him without paying the original signing bonus that exceeded $120,000, end quote. There's a lot more to this story in this report. I'm not going to read you the whole thing. Uh, you guys can check it out over at USA Today. USA Today. All right. 
So it's January, the road to WrestleMania, right? The road to WrestleMania. And it starts off at the Royal Rumble. January, road to WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, live on the WWE Network. Sunday, 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 January 31st. It's going to be at St. Peter, St. Petersburg, Florida, Tropicana Field at the Thunderdome. Thunder! The Thunderdome. Uh, so far, three matches have been announced. Of course, the Men's Royal Rumble and the Women's Royal Rumble. The third match was announced tonight, apparently on SmackDown, which starts in five minutes here on the West Coast. And it's going to be a Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns. The Reignsine, defending, head of the table, tribal chief, universal champion, Roman Reigns, with Paul Heyman and Jay Uso, to take on the challenger, Adam Pierce. Wow. Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce. Can we give a round of applause for Adam Pierce? Adam Pierce is one hell of a talent. I'm glad that he's going to have a prominent match at the Royal Rumble. I mean, obviously, I don't think they're going to, you know, they're going to let this thing go like how it should. But just for Adam Pierce to have a universal championship match against a guy of like Roman Reigns, who we know is positioned very well in the company, at an event like the Royal Rumble in 2021. Come on. That's great stuff right there, man. I'm I'm proud. I'm proud of Adam Pierce. He's put in a lot of work in his career. Very talented guy. He debuted, what, back in uh, 96 or 97, right? I mean, he's been around the business a long time. Been around a very long time. And still very, very young. Um, Early 40s, you know? But... We shall see. We shall see. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Royal Rumble. I love the Royal Rumble. It's one of my favorite events of the year. It's just going to be great. It's going to be awesome. All right. Speaking of the Royal Rumble, what I wanted to do is I want to look back at a column that I wrote on Ring Scoops. Back at the end of November, it was my top six 2021 Royal Rumble winner prospects. And I just kind of want to see, you know, two months later, if any of this is still somewhat accurate. So the first name I have on there is Keith Lee. And here's what I wrote. I wrote, um, while Keith Lee was uh, put on the back burner shortly after his raw roster debut, he has been on a slight tear as of late. Sure. He hasn't grabbed any major victories in the last few weeks, but his profile is constantly being raised by being included in top matches. There's plenty of time to get Keith Lee where he needs to be by January, and a rumble victory is definitely not out of reach for him. Well, I think it's very evident. This last week, he was in a uh, championship match against Drew McIntyre on a Legends Night of Monday Night Raw. Which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, in a little bit, um, we're going to give the uh, the mic. Uh, I say give the mic. Uh, this was pre-recorded earlier this week. Um, our social media manager, our brand new social media manager, Leah, um, Leah Marshall, she is going to give her thoughts 
on uh, this week's Monday Night Raw, the Legends Night, right? Night of the Legends or whatever. Night of, <laughs> Night of the Living Dead. Uh huh. No, I yeah yeah I know right. Okay, so but yeah, no, Leah Marshall, she's gonna be on the show. We recorded her segment um late Monday night. Um and it's gonna be on the show. And we're gonna put that up in just a little bit. That's why I'm not really giving my thoughts on Raw, because I'm gonna I'm gonna give the floor to give the mic over to Leah and she's gonna give her thoughts in just a little bit. Um so yeah. Anyway, Keith Lee, one of my prospects to win the Rumble, just had a championship match with Drew McIntyre. Hmm. Okay. So he's still in the hunt. He is still in the hunt. Uh, I'm going to do the men's names because in the column I wrote, you know, I did an order like man, woman, man, woman, man, woman. But I'm just going to, for this, I'm going to do the three men and the three women. Uh, the next one is Edge. And here's what I wrote for Edge. I said, uh, Edge shocked the world by returning to the, to the ring during the 2020 Royal Rumble. He went on to have a program with Randy Orton, resulting in a WrestleMania match, as well as participating in the, quote, greatest wrestling match, end quote. Unfortunately for Edge, an injury had set him back a few months. But what better way to return than to appear in back-to-back Rumble matches? You know, let's go further. Edge could win the Rumble. And once Orton's done with his feud with Bray Wyatt, which is still going, he can get the WWE Championship back from Drew McIntyre. And this would set up a rubber match for Edge and Randy Orton with the richest prize on Raw up for grabs. So considering that Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt slash Alexa Bliss are, you know, they're still kind of feuding. They still got something going on, right? So they can finish this up by Royal Rumble time. Edge can come back. He can win. He doesn't really have to wrestle or, you know, earn every week. So he can still, you know, he comes in for the one shot, one appearance, Rumble, win it, and still recover from the Royal Rumble all the way to WrestleMania. And then they have their match. And Randy Orton in February can get the belt. Still think it's believable. I really do. I still think that this is it. This this could possibly happen. The third man on the list is the fiend Bray Wyatt. And here's what I wrote. Bray Wyatt, Bray, I don't know. It just sounded really weird when I just said it right there. Bray Wyatt winning the Royal Rumble would be something very interesting. He could win it as Bray or he can win it as the fiend. Now, obviously, you know, a couple weeks after I wrote this, the TLC thing happened. He, yeah, burned. Uh, meaning he theoretically could enter the match more than once, like Mick Foley in 98. And I think it'd be fun to see Bray enter as number one and then maybe the Fiend enter as number 30. And uh, Bray's been in the main event fold since debuting the new character back in mid-2019. Uh, I just I don't see his star falling just yet, you know? There could be big money in the, few, in the, the Fiend versus Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. And that's what I wrote for uh, The Fiend. Now let's go to the women. One of the picks that I have is Alexa Bliss. Here's what I wrote. Alexa Bliss was on top of her game through 2016 and the majority of 2017. A concussion left her on the sidelines for a while. 
before making her full return to the spring to the ring in mid-2019. I believe that she's been taking it easy to make sure her health is maintained in the schedule. And she's been getting more screen time in 2020, now being paired with Bray Wyatt. She's in a prime position to skyrocket to the top again. And this is very evident as of not this week's Raw, but last week's Raw, when she confronted um, Randy Orton in the ring with the gasoline and all that stuff. Like, that was a huge moment, right? That was That was a great promo. I, I still think that Alexa Bliss could possibly win this thing. Just imagine if Alexa Bliss wins the women's and the Fiend wins the men's Royal Rumble. Just imagine that picture. Those two win in the Royal Rumble. Right? Since the, the advent of the women's Royal Rumble, has there ever been a situation like that where there, there could be a connection between like the men and the women who, who have won it? You know, storyline-wise? The connection with the characters? This would be perfect, especially after the hell that we had in 2020 to have these demonic characters ring in the new year, co-winning you know both the Royal Rumbles, respectively. Uh, the other woman that I have on the list is Carmella. And I know this is going to sound really weird. This might be like the most like fallen star since I wrote this thing. Uh, Carmella, she isn't everybody's cup of tea. However, she is a better heel than a face and her return this fall is in a heel role. Uh, she's got a repackaged character. She's mixing it up with Sasha Banks right now. And I see that as WWE grooming her for something big. Carmella's run with the championship a few years back. You know, it wasn't as bad as most people made it out to be. What lacked in the ring, she's more made up for it with the persona and the mic work. And I think 2021 could be a huge year for Carmella. Still believe it could be a huge year. As far as winning the Royal Rumble, I think her, her chances have dropped considerably since I wrote in this. And the last one on here is Shayna Baszler. I wrote, Shayna Baszler started off with a lot of momentum at the beginning of 2020, but it all cooled down with the loss at WrestleMania to Becky Lynch. Most recently, Shayna has been teaming up with Nia Jax, which I misspelled that. Uh, I misspelled her name on the article. I just realized this after two months. Uh, Shane has been teaming with Nia Jax as the women's tag team champions. And um, while it's had its moments, such as, you know, their constant bickering and putting Lana through table months on end, uh, I think the Royal Rumble could be a, the inflection point for Shayna Baszler. Uh, she deserves a solid run with the championship. And in 2021, you know what? She may get that honor. She just may. You just never know. You just never know. All right. I, I like the idea, though, of uh, The Fiend and Alexa Bliss both winning the Royal Rumble matches. I think that would be very interesting. I just, I really think that would be interesting. All right. So that's my thoughts on that. Um, I don't want this show to go too long. I was thinking about maybe doing, like, a, uh, a one-match retro kind of watch-along commentary thing, but I you know what? I don't think so. Maybe next time um, when I do these shows like myself or maybe, you know, cause we're, we're also going to have Leah on and I want to give enough time for that. I, I just don't want the show to drag too much, but all right. I'm just talking way too much. We're going to hand the mic over to Leah and she's going to close out the show for us too. So I want to thank everybody out there for listening to the ring scoops podcast. Uh, stay tuned for uh, Leah Marshall. She's going to be on to talk about Monday night raw this week. And I hope you all have a, a great night. And a great weekend, a great year, a great um, 
uh, whatever. Next week we'll uh, we'll try to have the the entire cast and crew on. And it, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. All right, all right. Be cool, everybody. Hey everyone, um, my name is my name is Leah, and I'm so happy to be on the program here tonight. And I want to thank Wade for allowing me to get my thoughts on the Legends episode of Monday Night Raw this week. So thank you, Wade. At the start of the program, Hulk Hogan, he was he was shown doing some ridiculous segment with his cell phone. It was just god-awful. And after that, was it was another god-awful segment with The Miz and John Morrison. Teddy Long, he, he made an appearance, and he came out, and he was trying to make a, a fight between John Morrison and The Miz against The Undertaker, but because the Undertaker's retired, that we we got a tag team match between The Miz and John Morrison in The New Day, which I thought was kind of boring. Um, but The New Day won the match. They won the tag team match. And then um, Angel Garza, he, he, was, he was in the backstage area trying to impress Alicia Fox and, um, and Mickey James. And I, I've always liked Mickey James, and I miss her in the ring so much. I, can't, I just can't wait for Mickey to come back and wrestle again. We had um, AJ Styles. He beat Elias in a match. And then another matchup was Charlotte teaming with Asuka, and they, they, they had a fight against Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans. And... Um, Peyton and Lacey, they beat Charlotte and Asuka, which I, I'm glad that they beat Charlotte, but I, I don't want to see Asuka lose. But I, I suppose that they, they earned a shot at the, at the, uh, um, at the, uh, at the women's tag team belts. I think they earned a shot with, with that victory, which is, you know, it's good for them. I like Peyton Royce and I like, I like Lacey Evans. Of course, I mean, nobody comes close to my all-time favorite, which is Sonya Deville, but, you know, that's okay. I mean, Sonya, you know, she's taking time off, and rightfully so, after what happened, you know, in the summertime with the psycho. But back to the Legends Raw. Um, Matt Riddle beat Bobby Lashley which I did not see that coming at all. And it, it kind of went over like it was a fart in church on Twitter, you know, and on Instagram. And I guess just like the the women's tag team match, I suppose that this this is to, to set Riddle up to be a challenger for Bobby Lashley's United States Championship, perhaps. I don't know. I don't like Matt Riddle. I, I do like Bobby Lashley. But Matt Riddle just needs to go. Matt Riddle is, is beyond boring. He's 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 a, a generic ripoff of Rob Van Dam. Dana Brooke had a, a fight. She uh, she beat Shayna Baszler. 
Um, and, um, like, that has to be the shocker of the week, right? Like, how in the, how in the blue hell is it believable for somebody like Shayna Baszler to lose to Dana Brooke? This, this Raw, this Legends Raw, Legends Night, it, it just stunk. It, we're, I mean, we're the Legends. It's Legends Night, and they're all in the back making cameos. And not even like the type of cameo that we're used to now, which WWE doesn't even allow their talent to even be on cameo anymore. You know? I just don't get it. I just don't understand it. Legends Night without Legends, really. I mean, they're all in the back. Randy Orton beat Jeff Hardy. And it's got to be like in their 100th match in like the last two decades, which was, it was boring. It was beyond boring. And then Lucha House Party, which we got to see Molina, right? We got to see Molina, which I, I, um, I really liked. But I don't like Lucha House Party. I like the Hurt Business. And Lucha House Party beat the Hurt Business. Like, really? Just wow. I just... Words can't describe how I feel about that. But now comes the good. And there's some more bad on this Raw. Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre. Oh my god, they tore it down. What a great match that was. Main event through and through for sure. And it was for the WWE Championship on top of that as well. Drew retained the championship. But then he was confronted by Bill Goldberg. Ugh. Yuck. Like... Who let Goldberg out of the retirement home? Are we really going to see Goldberg and Drew McIntyre at the Royal Rumble? I hope not. But it looks like that we are going to have to go through and see Goldberg and versus Drew. Um, look at the Royal Rumble. I am not looking forward to that at all. Drew deserves so much more than that. Drew McIntyre, he needs to go out there and he, he has to prove that he can go. Every week he has to go out there and he just has to prove that he is WWE champion. So, I, I guess, you know, if they have their match at the Royal Rumble, then um, I just, I don't want to see Goldberg. I really don't. I really don't want to see Bill Goldberg. But that's it for Raw. Those are my thoughts. And um, I'm going to stick to them. Um, thank you again, Wade, for having me on the program. And, and I hope you all have a great night.